Hello and welcome to the Dime Alive podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfley Middleton, and this week I have a wonderful man who is a practical ascension guide, so I knew that he needed to come on this show because we are all about building a 5D life in alignment with our souls. And he's a fellow Brit, so I'm very excited. <laughs> Tim Wilde, welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. Thank you, Aloise, and it's it's wonderful to be here it's um we've we've it's yeah fellow brits we're all it's funny i'm I'm making making quite a few nice british connections at the moment and previously it's been more kind of european and global yeah practical ascension and and where we're going on the planet it sounds like we're very much on the same pathway absolutely and i'd love to obviously for our listeners who maybe haven't come across your work can you kind of give me um, a little bit about who you are, what you're doing in the world, how you how you came to be doing this work, really. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I was born in 1972, live in Dorset, never really kind of been out of the area apart from to work. But um, I was one of these kind of awake from an early age types where I was kind of staggering around as a toddler, seeing things that 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 I was very highly aware of, wow. being seen by other people, and. Um, I was very lucky to have two kind of hippie parents who were into transcendental meditation and and kind of read all the Maharishi books and the the, um, Don Juan, Carlos Castaneda stuff. And so they had a knowledge of of life in other dimensions and 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 kind of think you know things beyond the scope of normal human perception so i wasn't shut down like a lot of normal people are mm. and um so that kind of carried on my teens i shut myself down like most teenagers do through myself fit in. Sport, grew up <laughs> like you do mm. and then had a bit of a life changer when i was just coming up to my 18th birth i rode into a tractor and fractured my skull on my push bike with no helmet and um yeah yeah left my body for 20 minutes and when i came back into my body after having that kind of traditional light at the end of the tunnel experience that you hear on youtube and near-death experience yeah yeah probably yeah i was apparently my pulse was non non-existent for like 20 minutes and and it was it was definitely it was the real deal wow. like i remember having this dream about riding down this beautiful tunnel which um anybody knows the area it was Babri rings and the sun was shining at the end of it and riding down there didn't want to come back and i was dragged back into my body and the convalescent period starts after this but i had changed things things were i was not wired as i was previously and I'd started looking for information, which is kind of what we describe as a seeking phase. You know, you, you, you kind of launch into your spiritual pathway. And the first thing you want is you want info. Mm. 
And so you sponge up just about every single thing that you can lay your hands on. So I started off with the books on the parent shelves and then I kind of moved into the, the more kind of esoteric side of it and began to I discovered Joshua David Stone's books, the American Ascension author and Diana Cooper kind of simultaneously. And that was it. I was sold. <laughs> And um, it wasn't long after, I think it's about 2003, I met Diana Cooper in person. She was doing a book signing at my local um, local bookstore in Bournemouth. And well, that's so convenient. Was, yeah, it was convenient, actually. <laughs> and I was even more conveniently, I was the one that's, you know, there's always one lurking at the end of the line with the book to sign when you've all packed up and you want to go home. I was that person. So we started talking and um, turns out she lived just down the road from me and was looking for a gardener and I just started a gardening business so hey presto wow that's when it all started kicking off but I didn't go around there every day and talk shop I just went around there did the garden we got to know each other became friends and it was about 2008 that my pathway really started and um had a life another you know another life change uh, wound up back at my mum's with my clothes in bin line it's that kind of life change right. <laughs> asking why me Dying again, yeah. yeah archangel michael help me all that kind of stuff and um i got a visit from archangel michael while i was meditating it was a it was i'm not a cease like i'm not one of these people that everyone's jealous of that sees loads of dragons and unicorns and angels all around me i, I this was a meditation where the the presence came into my third eye while my eyes were shut but I could very clearly perceive and see this very very bright blue presence and um, he Archangel Michael was holding a blue light in his hands and he said this belongs to you Tim and um, it was yours in Atlantis and he gave it to me and he placed it in my soul star chakra just above the top of my head and said that's your blue star seal of Atlantis you're a high priest in Atlantean times and there you go <laughs> use it wisely stop whining at me to sort your energy out you can do it yourself now <laughs> and then he went on his merry way and obviously that that was that was kind of the beginning of the the, the kind of the whole Atlantean process and the years went on my my kind of personal development expanded and around 2013 i kind of came out of the closet and started writing and got a facebook page and and started co-creating with diana cooper and we wrote two books together in 2014 2015 so all and your kind of past lives came back to you did the atlantean not all in one thundering kind of go i've received bits and pieces in not not in a chronological order either that I, i'm i'm a believer in you receive what you need to receive if it's pertinent to your pathway a lot of people kind of go oh i don't remember anything i know i was in atlantis but i don't remember anything or i i know i was in egypt or south mm. america and i don't remember anything and it's i think you get shown what you need to see sure if it's critical for your pathway otherwise it can be quite distracting I spent years kind of one foot in Atlantis one foot in Dorset kind of thing and it, mm. got, it got quite difficult to manage at one stage I had to pick which lane I was going to stay in so yeah it's um it's been and all of the stuff all of the things that I've remembered all of the information that I've brought through have been very specifically for 
guiding people what we are going through now. And it's a combination of energy work, crystals, practical kind of boots on the ground advice, really. Mm, it's what um, we need. It is what we need at the moment. This is a practical process for physical humans going through a massive transition on a planet that's going bonkers. So, you know, we, 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 need, we need to be exactly where we are to kind of manage on a micro and a, on, a, on a larger scale exactly what's, what's going on here. And in your, in your kind of own words for our listeners, you know, yeah. obviously people who listen to this podcast are aware, aware of the fact that there's this great awakening happening on the planet and we are going yeah. through an yeah. ascension process. But could you kind of elaborate on that for us? In, on the, you're probably aware of the date. The 21st of December 2012 was, was the cosmic moment, it, it's, it's described. That, that was a pivotal date. Okay, on that particular date, our planet shifted frequency overnight. We moved from what would be described as the third dimension, where we've been for a very, very long time, well over 10,000 years or since Earth has been created, into a kind of what we'd like almost like a, a very fast moving, very intense fourth dimensional window, which we're slap bang in the middle of at the moment. During this fourth dimensional window which ends in 2032 roughly incidentally mm-hmm. we go through we go through a incredible transition from the frequency that earth and everybody was at originally into a much higher much brighter much finer much more spiritually you know spiritually focused uh, vibration so if you think about it, I kind of I look at it a bit like an ascension stew, like you've got a big pot full of, mm. full of different stew, stew ingredients, and some of them are cooking quicker than others. So it's, it's, this is where we are at the moment. There's a lot of people on this planet who are being subjected to the same energies which are coming in from the cosmos. We're being deluged from all sides by the, this pressure to awaken um, it is a pressure as well because you wake up on this planet every day and the frequency has risen and to stay asleep is actually harder than to be awake at the moment and is becoming more so. And this what is does quite, that look like for people? Because it looks like it does. Uh, if you look at the news, that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> the world's got mad. But in, yeah, in the sense yeah. of, is it kind of, the way I understand it is it's almost like anything out of alignment, like we're really being shaken and awaken you know it's yeah like you can't stay asleep that's it it's it's like like sticking popcorn in a microwave or, or <laughs> boiling something. it just ping 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 the the what i if, if you look at it from a spiritual perspective mm. what what happened i mean i think probably about three years ago three years ago during the Lionsgate, Lionsgate 2017 I got information from Archangel Metatron that the, the frequency on this planet had risen so high now that every single heart centre had been triggered at a fifth dimensional frequency globally. Okay, and I didn't. Believe, I was like, I'm not telling people that they're going to think I'm potty. You know, like if you look at the way everyone's behaving out there at the mm-hmm. moment, how can I how can I say with a straight face that everybody's heart centre had been triggered at a 5D frequency? Surely we'd be living in love and harmony. And he said, No, that's not how it works. If you trigger the heart centre, um, you go through an instantaneous entry into the dark night of the soul. So what you've got at the moment is a planet with 7.7 billion people in various stages of the dark night of the soul 
you and me and, and a lot of other people listening. Got us out of the way. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. We're, we're, we're cool. We're, we're kind of on the other side of it, hopefully. Touch, touch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but the souls that are really struggling out there at the moment, and they're often they're the ones that are making the silly laws and the regulations and call, causing all the fuss, they're being pushed. They're the ones that are being pushed on a frequency level to the point where they no longer can sustain their old level of consciousness hence the madness it's mm. it's what it looks like i was i was warned or told five or six years ago when i was writing something serapis bay just kind of chipped in and he said look for the miracles within the madness it's going to get a bit funky out there and it has mm. Mm, goodness so. yeah but the good news is by the sounds of things is that people who are like you said policymakers or in positions political positions for example are, are kind of going to be literally way woken up to the madness of what they're doing and potentially see what, what's happening if you are going, uh, this, this is quite cut and dry what's happening on this planet. If you are going to make the shift, which the majority of us are, this isn't an ascension process just for a select amount of people. The idea is the whole planet moves through this shift, but there will be people that choose to continue to learn at a third dimensional frequency simply because of the level of their soul progression so to speak sure. they, they will be in a they will be in a minority so the majority of us uh, the number i was given in 2008 was over six billion people so over six billion people are making the shift and there will be kind of um there will be people that decide that they are not going to do that or they pass early sure. which is natural on this planet people pass over every single second of every single day yeah and, and that happens globally it's not something that's happening because of what's going on at the moment or because we're ascending that's life and so as we're making this shift we're you know the even the people the ones that seem to be in the darkest places making the daftest rules and doing the most nefarious things they are going to wake up and they won't have any choice in the matter and it's not it's not something that can be stopped it can't be prevented it can't be stalled it cannot be in any way shape or form interfered with it's happening end of so just focus on the light and focus on what you want to create rather than what you don't that's the trick yeah, I was going to say that's that in itself is the key, isn't it? And I think it is. one of the traps at the yeah. moment. Keeping your head above it all at the moment is, mm. is, is where we need to be because if you, get, if you get sucked into it, if you get dragged into that field, it's still very highly supported. And I'm talking about the lower frequency field. It's, it's, you know, it's highly active on this planet. A lot of people are still plugged into it. And if you plug into it yourself... You can feel you can feel it instantaneously. Your, your vibration drops like a stone, and and you don't have to you don't have to look any further than the news or certain feeds on social media. So it's it's a bit of a fine art. It does take spiritual discipline to stay in our lane at the moment. Mm. So for people listening, because obviously you know what that kind of means to me is, there's so much disclosure. Like the collective shadow of the planet is coming up. Yeah, you know all this stuff that's been hidden from us is being, yeah. you know, displayed in, and, and, and you know, <laughs> absolutely. And you yeah. know, part of me is it's really important that we're informed, that we actually understand the lies and the manipulation, and actually how we've been uh, lied to all these years. But mm. at the same time, I, you know, I'm with you. It's like eighty twenty. You know, you should be really focusing on where you're going. And so, can you give us yeah. some practical tips around that? 
My, I've, since this like kind of lockdown, since 2020 kicked off, um, I've been telling people to, to detach from the media. Um, and I'm talking about the mainstream media. There's a lot of information about what you're talking about um, circulating in our in our field. You know, the light workers are kind of are doing a very good job of dragging all of the shadows to the surface. But what I've noticed is that it does tend to drag them in and drag them down as well. So it's it's finding a balancing act. Mm. It's, it's the second you are triggered, the second that you become immersed in anger, righteous outrage, anything that is taking you away from that folks. And I'm not being fluffy and head in the clouds kind of about this. It's, it's how we need to function if we're going to stay above what they're trying to create, <laughs> if you see what I mean. Mm. So stay informed, be aware of what's going on. I know what's going on, but I don't dive into the nuts and the bolts of it. Sure. I just let it come up. And, and it's almost like... Um, almost like a passive observation of what's occurring you know it's it's the energies are dealing very effectively with things that need to be dealt with we're creating the next part we're creating the kind of the fifth dimensional reality that requires a dedicated collective to be doing that um, and there's so many of us on board now there's you there's me there's everybody out there listening but it's about fine-tuning how we do it sure. and it is a practical process yeah. because you've got to be you've got to be grounded you've got to be realistic you've got to be human but also realize that humans are very underrated on a master level so we're stepping up we're stepping up big time so for our listeners who they've gone through their awakening they're probably at varying stages some of them are newly awakened some of them are you know been awake for a while yeah you're effectively what you're saying is focus on your own lane Mm -hmm. and focus on your own life yeah yeah and how can we support the collective in manifesting and creating this kind of new earth energy one of the things that I believe is that every single one of us are teachers. We all have something to teach. So you don't necessarily, by being a teacher, it doesn't necessarily mean doing what I'm doing or what you're doing or what, um, you know, Diana Cooper's doing, where you put yourself on a platform and you get yourself out there. I mean, just being who you are in your highest frequency. That in itself, it, it provides a... It provides a a platform for other people to step up to. You just by your vibration alone, by holding that fifth dimensional frequency and working on it. This is what I mean by focusing upon yourself mm. as within, so without. Once you've got yourself right, everything else around you rises to your frequency. It's it's, it's almost like a, it's like a chime. So you set everything else up, and and. The way that I the, the reason why this ascension process is working so effectively and it's happening so quickly is because once you have lit yourself up at a fifth dimensional frequency and you are holding that light, everything around you rises to that frequency. It's a process of alchemy. So it's you don't have to be doing anything apart from being a good person with a kind heart, or you can be out there getting the information out there and 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 guiding people, helping people, every single little thing you do, people will learn from you because that's, you know, if they haven't stepped up, they will be stepping up soon. So we need to be guides and teachers in that role. Does that make sense? Mm, that makes sense. So 
<clears throat> so almost living that highest version of yourself. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, can you talk a little bit more about maybe how we do that, like as in the inner work? Mm. Inner work is a process of honesty more than anything else. It's about being honest with yourself. It's about accepting. I mean, the way, the way that things are being kind of orchestrated on a frequency level at the moment, nothing stays hidden. And it's very clear to see who is hiding and who isn't because it all comes to the surface anyway. <laughs> so you might as well just get it out on the table and deal with it. Um, it's, there's no secrets anymore. There's, um, if if uh, 10, 20 years ago, you could get away with hiding your secrets in a box and nobody would know about it, but mm. we, we can sense it and feel it and, and pick up on it immediately. We've actually advanced in the last eight years far more than we'd give ourselves credit for. Those of us who are awake or newly awakened and just freshly on the pathway, our level of consciousness and vibration is so much higher than we give it credit for mm. and we're, we're already in that fifth dimensional frequency most of the time and we only get pulled out of it when we allow ourselves to be so so just stay in your lane and keep that light high at all times um i think the easy the way i do it is by i mean i i like i'm i'm quite proactive with my work i like work waking up in the morning and setting my frequency for the day so the first thing i do is i put my feet on the floor and i set my vibration and i set my intention to stay that way so i ground i call light in work on my 12 chakras do whatever is kind of presented to me then I go about analysing what energy treats are in for us for the day. Like we just entered the lion's gate, you know, what does mm. the lion, what is the lion's gate going mm. to Can you talk a bit about that? Because I know people will be really fascinated. Yeah. The, the, the lion's gate is, I mean, it affects me very intensely because I'm a Leo and most of my other planets are in Leo as it's well. It's my birthday. Yay. 8877. Oh wow! Happy well, happy birthday soon. Mine's on the fourteenth. Oh, we're Leo, Leo babies. <laughs> yeah, we're Leo. It's Leo season. It's happy season. But I always get particularly baked around this time because obviously it's it's a very powerful alignment. Our planet aligns with Sirius and the galactic core, which opens up this incredible energy gateway, which allows the Earth to be quite literally bombarded by the highest quantity of light that you will ever see throughout the entire year. Um, the window of the lion's gate is the period in which the actual physical action is taken. So say you've got all of the full moons and the new moons and the, the kind of um, the other spiritual dates that you get, the solstices, the equinoxes, all of those are large and powerful energy gateways, but the lion's gate is where physical action takes place. So the changes are implemented on a structural level energetically around the planet and they have the physical effect. So every lion's gate so far, I've seen something that the shift has just been off the charts every single time. So it's exciting to see what mm. this year is going to bring, considering it's such an interesting year anyway. <laughs> mm, but in theory, it should be something positive for the it planet. It will be positive. It will be positive. Whatever happens on this planet, though it might look like a bit of a bit of a train wreck outside, we're all moving in the right direction. It's um but it, it's gonna get messy because you're waking up a load of people that aren't ready to wake up yet mm. or have or have been so um so 
distracted effectively illusioned over the years you know the, the the spell that was cast for 3d was very effective and it did its job we learned what we needed to learn now we're ready to move out of it but those it's there's a there's a kind of there's that and i say i've used the word very loosely that prior authority that existed here that kept earth as it was from the fall of atlantis they they know their numbers up and they and and they but they're clinging on for it <laughs> mm. that's what that's what all the fuss is about mm. well every time you've got something happen like whether it be covid or yeah. masks or it just if it doesn't it just wakes another la- layer of people up because does, people yeah. questioning I mean, what's happening there's a archangel metatron described this year or the the whole covid thing as the biggest own goal in recorded history <laughs> I like that. He said that. He said they couldn't have made it easier for us. They really couldn't have made it any easier if they tried. It's just absolutely on a plate. Everybody's waking up now. It's backfired. Wow. Brilliant. Fantastic. So so really, like you're saying, get the popcorn and observe and enjoy, but do it from a place of, you know, this is done. We're ascending. You know, now it's about really focusing on creating our own heaven on earth. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the best part about it is, Another thing I've been working on is the what I call the Atlantean Ascension Blueprint. I mean, there's we're not moving into uncharted territory. We've already blueprinted out where we're going to be going by having a very high frequency um, society in Atlantean times. I mean, it, it, it failed ultimately, eventually, but there was a 1,500-year period called the Golden Era. And during that era, we blueprinted what, we are going to be doing for the planet, for the whole planet in that, in that period of time. So we've already got a very well-made wow. blueprint to move into the healing, the technology, the, the unity, the, the, the planetary unification will be vast. And it's all, we're already starting to come together energetically, but it's actually restructuring society on a, on a physical level without the destruction to move into it cleanly and effectively that's what the plan's all about fantastic and of course a lot of us are back yeah we are <laughs> that's back. why we came back you know, to, you know it's uh, a big big atlantean party basically yeah. i'm having a great time yeah. <laughs> it's hard work but it's 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 good yeah it's good. and it, and i think that's the thing isn't it it's to rest assured that this golden age this golden era yeah. again will be here on this planet but where we get to enjoy it yeah it's um, one question that I've, I mean, this, this will probably be on the kind of the, the minds of people who know what, who are familiar with this is like, um, one question I get asked a lot is, will we make the same mistakes that we did at the fall mm, of Atlantis? Sure. The, the answer is no. I've been told very clearly that when we finally get back what we need, what was hidden away at the fall of Atlantis and kept sacred in safe places in crystal skulls and other places all around the world, Mm. um, the consciousness of our planet will have risen to the point where it won't even be within our, it won't even be questioned. We won't even think about misusing it. So this is why it can't happen again, because we've all shifted. It's not a 3D planet that makes decisions like that anymore. It's a bit, I remember using the term boiling the frog in a workshop in January in, 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 um, in Germany. Everyone looked at me like, oh my God, you... it's, it's, it's an English phrase where something mm. happens slowly over a long period of time. We, over the last eight years, we, we've 
shifted our consciousness to the point where we're not so much I anymore, we're more about the we. And the further towards the fifth dimensional frequency we go, the more that will happen until we're not even thinking on a selfish level anymore. It's almost a little bit like we, we're in the rush for 5D, people don't realize that the kind of what we would regard as our concept of free will will no longer be recognizable as it was in the previous dimension. We won't be thinking like that anymore. We won't be thinking, oh, I'm going to do that because it will serve me and not other people. Mm. We will be operating on a much higher consciousness. It's almost like that hundredth monkey. So yeah. what you know, just literally get to us. Because I've noticed that, like I've been doing this work for 15 or 18 years or so. Yeah. And I've noticed how people just get things so much quicker yeah. than they, they did. Do. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally... It, because we're so busy and we're under so much pressure on our pathways a lot of the time, we don't stop and take stock of how far we've come. And, and even people that you wouldn't think of as awake are actually awake they're just kind of manifesting their 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 consciousness on a different on a different level no they're not going to be in workshops talking about dragons and unicorns and looking at crystals they're manifesting it in different ways but it's because they're not identifying on that level doesn't mean they're asleep so there's the the awakening on this planet at the moment is much much bigger than a lot of people take credit for and things that are happening in the news and the media are just it's just stories at the end of the day mm, absolutely fantastic and then just quickly just i'm conscious of time but um you mentioned this date 2032 mm. so this is like our we're in our ascension window effectively yeah. and can you what's what happens at 2032 well, well by 2032 we should have got the job done it's a bit like it's a bit like if you're building a house you put the foundations on first and you put the bricks up then 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 the plaster then you put mm. the first fix the electricians come in then the plaster is finished and then you paint over it at the end by by 2032 we should be painting and and everything should be starting to look nice we start should start be starting to really see the effects of this energy in our societies you know people being far more supportive of each other this concept of poverty and and have some have nots will be disappearing there's any any glitches will be ironed out education will have changed medicine will have changed politics will have changed anything that is out of alignment cannot move into this frequency hence the chaos it's because it's all being stirred up so that people move away from it create something far more positive but you can't do that without the wobbles in the middle yeah <laughs> yeah we, we call it breaking down to break through <laughs> break down to break through that's a very very apt that's a very good way of describing it yeah mm. Oh, Tim, thank you so much. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. So where can people find you if they would like? You mentioned your blueprint. Yeah, I'm fairly easy to find on Facebook. I'm Tim Wild Practical Ascension. And it's, that's Tim Wild, W-H-I-L-D. It's a bit of a funny spelling. Or I'm on timwild.com, which is my website. That's that's basically where, where you will find me hiding. Mm, fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't do an, I don't do a huge amount of other social media, but those two are highly active, like my website and my Facebook page. Excellent. And so, people are interested in more practical ascension tips, mm. then you're their man. Yeah, come and come and check it out. I've got a lot of info on there. I've been I've been running the website for five or six years now. So, ever since I started working on this process, I've been logging information. 
Fantastic. Oh, well, thank you so much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me on. It's been lovely. No, my pleasure. And uh, if you're listening to this, I'd love to know what you got, what you took away from the conversation. How do you feel after listening to this interview? Do you feel elated that effectively we are, we're, go, we're doing it? You know, we're, we're, whether you like it or not, we're going, Mother Guy's <laughs> going, we're, we're along for the ride and get your popcorn and enjoy Will yourself. It, willingly or kicking and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We will see you next week with another amazing guest on the Dharma Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post and please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember when we do our Dharma we are happier, healthier, we live longer and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace.